I think I think I think I think we're ready. Hello, welcome to the True Thoughts Podcast. I am your host, Gabe Timmons. I have with me as usual Justin J Sauce. Drip God, wherever you want to call me. <laughs> I have with me. And Steven Alexander. And welcome back to the show. Before we get started, go ahead and leave us a like and subscribe down below. Uh, if you're on the YouTube platform, if you're on Spotify, go ahead and uh, leave us a like as well. Rate this five stars on uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And uh, all right, fellas, let's go ahead and get into the show. For those of you who don't know, this is our uh, special. We have reached 100 subscribers and we are continually growing. Yes, sir. So to all those that went ahead and subscribed to us, thank you. And we have a special episode for y'all. So we're going to read off some of these uh, fan questions. We're going to go around in the circle and uh, read them off. And we're going to give you, uh, you know, our true thoughts on it. So starting off uh, with the first topic. We have uh, from my younger brother uh, a question. Appreciate you, uh, bro. First question is, should you focus on uh, a serious relationship while you're in your early 20s? And fellas, what are your thoughts? I would say it, it, it would depend when it started. Um, honestly, I think your main focus should be education in your early 30s. I mean, obviously, if that's your high school sweetheart and you guys have a connection. Early 30s guys, or 20s? I mean, early twenties. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, early twenties. Like I think you should. Your main focus should be education. Getting yeah. education, and that doesn't necessarily mean college. That can be um, trade school, um, or like just a career in the military. Even honestly, um, you should mostly focus on building yourself up. Obviously, if you have a high school sweetheart and you guys are connected and you guys are able to maintain um, a relationship, no matter if it's long distance or like you guys are uh, live close by, I would say. Um, you should definitely uh, focus on education. Yep. Um, I mean, I feel like re- relationships don't have like a blueprint. They're more of a case-by-case basis. So what do you think, Steve? Yeah, I think uh, I agree with you, Justin. I think uh, in your early 20s, like late teens, early 20s, you should be kind of like a little selfish, grow, educate yourself. Um, like you said, it doesn't have to be college, but I think um, if you get distracted, right? Um, not all relationships are a distraction, but some can be. If you get distracted, mm-hmm. time can pass you by, and before you know it, you're 42 and with no plan. Yeah, you you, you stole the words from my mouth. <laughs> but you know, we talk um, about liabilities here, and I'll double down on that. I also will say, like, and I've talked about this in previous episodes, relationships are growth. I think if you're a, a subscriber to our podcast, you're familiar with my romance repetition theory. So. Uh, you can stand to learn something from a serious relationship in your early 20s. I have, I have no doubt about that. But um, stay focused is all I'm going to say. Yeah. And I, so for my opinion on that, uh, we talk about it all the time. Like relationships are not one size fits all. Like, you know, you can't put time limits on things. You can't do this. You can't do that. For some people, they are able to they know their their purpose. They know what to focus on and they know uh, that they can handle a relationship while juggling other things exactly. for other people. Their focus cannot be relationships. They need to focus on uh, figuring themselves out. That way they can be the best partner for their uh, for their significant other. So with that being said, I think most people like they're not ready for that serious, serious relationship in their early 20s. However, I'm not going to say that you shouldn't try it or give it a chance. But I'll just say from my vantage point, most people are not ready for that step. I agree. Yep. Uh, We're going to go ahead and move on to the next question. Justin, you can go ahead and read that off right there. 
Oh, from um, Khalil Harper from Oklahoma City. Um, actually, no, he's from Tulsa. Khalil Harper from Tulsa, Oklahoma asks, is posting your significant other on social media important? I will say no. Nothing Nothing on social media is important. <laughs> Seriously, though, people get caught up in that. As, oh, you're living a single life. Like, what if you just don't want anyone in your business? Right. The thing is, the more you include your life, and that is... That includes and excludes your your spouse or significant other. Mm-hmm. The more you include on social media, the more uh, people can interfere. The more people, you know, can put their little two cents in. Like my dad always said, ninety percent of the attention you get is negative. Mm-hmm. You don't want those outside forces. And if anything, that's an interesting take. Social media is poisonous. I see social media as a tool to you know yes. to profit from. Yeah, but social media can very much so be poisonous. Like. If uh, you post your significant other and you get all these likes or they comment and people are like sliding to her DMs and stuff, you're like, ah, like, wh- why are you doing this? I'm like, well, you posted me. Like, that's the thing. You're giving, when you post, when you put your life out there, you give opportunities for people to, you know, uh, interfere, like put their little two cents in or like pretty much put their nose in business that was never their business. Right. So I don't think. There's no value to social media at all as far as a relationship. It's pretty much like the lit community. You're showing a part of you that's like, oh, it's very positive, but no one really knows what's going on within that relationship. Yeah. Steve? Yeah. Um, I, I agree with what Justin's saying for the most part. Um, there's a study I came across that said like 45% of relationships um, or people, 40, 45% of respondents between the ages of 18 and 29 said that the internet had an impact on their relationship. Right. Um and from the from the posting perspective, I think there's kind of three avenues you can take. One, you either ne- never post your shorty or your right. significant other. Two, you post nonstop. And three, you kind of post on and off again or like kind of intermittently. And I think there's a pros and cons to each. I think if you post, if you never post, it could indicate to your significant other, damn, he might be or she might be ashamed of me. Like he's not, he doesn't want to scream from the rooftops that, mm-hmm. that we're together, which could be a red flag for your significant other. Um, two, if you post uh, nonstop, right. it might also indicate some insecurity in the relationship. You feel me? Like, uh, I have to validate my relationship via Instagram or Snapchat. Exactly. And three, if you post on and off again, it could be indication of a healthy um, relationship and like the need not to put your entire life out there. Honestly, uh, I don't think you should really post until it's stamped as a relationship or stamped as a marriage. Like, that's your wife. That's a- the intention is forever there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So that doesn't, that's not going to change. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, go ahead. I feel like... Go ahead. You, Finish real quick, yeah, like, Steve. Yeah, I'll, I'll be quick. Like, it's kind of the meat and potatoes of my my point of view. Like, um, another study I came across is a 2014 study that indicated... It was the Northwestern study. So good school, reputable school, not mm-hmm. Bozo State. Right. Um, indicated that um, a lot of people who... <laughs> <laughs> not Bozo, a people, A&T. A lot of people who post often in the relationship... Um, can be insecure and like their uh their study uh, relates a lot to attachment styles you guys are familiar mm-hmm. with the four attachment styles and it's like if you took psych 101 you came across right. the four uh styles of attachment and like anxious versus avoidant versus secure versus disorganized right so if you post a lot you, you might have a more of an anxious style if you don't post a lot you might have more of an avoidant attachment style but Gabe, but no you know just my just my my two cents on it um I think we talk about it all the time. There's no one size fits all for anything. Yeah. Specifically to my life, 
I don't, me and my, my wife don't find any purpose in making sure that we post the other. To some people or some relationships, maybe it's important. But overall, I don't, I don't think it's necessary or it's not necessarily an indicator that your significant other or whoever you're dealing with doesn't, uh, you know, excite you or whatever. So, you know, just a, just a thought. Uh, yeah, I think I, honestly, like social media is a way to keep tabs on other person's relationship. Yeah. Oh, like they're posting pictures. Oh, they slowed down. Oh, they deleted them. Oh, how's the relationship? Is it on the rocks? Like it's just a way for people to keep tabs on you. Honestly, um, I think like social media is ninety percent negative. Honestly, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. I'm not completely averse to it, and I'm a private guy, so exactly. I, don't really post I understand. Myself. Yeah, I, you probably never really see me post my Same. significant other, but uh, all right. All right, moving on. Uh, question three. Go ahead, Steve. Uh, question number three. Right. This is from our boy Jarvis Friend uh, up in OKC metro area. From Chicago, Illinois. Originally from Chicago, Illinois. Jarvis asks, how have the rookie quarterbacks fared this season Ooh, in your humble opinion? Steve, you start with your Mac Jones spiel. <laughs> so I'm going to start off with Mac and Cheese Jones of the New England Patriots. Uh, played last Sunday night in prime time yeah. in the GOAT Bowl against the defending Super Bowl champs and the best quarterback of all time, Tom Brady. And I think, in my opinion, the GOAT, the GOAT right? And, Undisputed. And I think, in my opinion, Mac Jones performed very, very well. The Patriots he outperformed lo- Tom Brady. I agree. The Patriots lost, sadly, off of a missed field goal that doinked off the uprights. But in the rain and tough, con- austere conditions, uh, Mac Jones outperformed Tom Brady. He went 31 for 40 for 275 yards. I think he threw two touchdowns, I want to say. Um, or maybe not. Maybe I got that statistic wrong. Point is he outperformed Tom Brady, and I think he leads the rookie class in terms of potential when it comes to rookie quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, my, my thoughts on all the rookies so far is they're they going through it right now. Like, they've all pretty much been thrown into the spotlight, into the fire, and it's like sink or swim right now. If I had to choose who the best rookie quarterback is right now, who's developing the best, I would probably go with uh, – I don't know about Mac Jones. Mac Jones, he's what? up there. He's he's nice. up there. Wait, 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 wait. He's up there. He's up there. But I honestly do think Trevor Lawrence is performing the best. His team is not performing the best. If you watch that Cincinnati game, he was making some dimes. He was throwing some dimes. He was Bro. not a scrub. Mac Jones, he is really just following the game plan, really. And he's got a better team. That's why it looks like he's performing yeah. better. But if I really had to sit there and say who is performing the best, it is Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, the best part I think about Trevor Lawrence's performance on Thursday night, uh, and I will say this: like those are probably two like the future of quarterback in the NFL. Trevor mm-hmm. Lawrence and um, Mac, and not Mac Jones. Um, what's that dude's name from LSU? Uh, Joe Burrow. Yeah, 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 Joe Burrow. I don't know why I just blinked on that. Great yeah. game on Thursday night. Um, Last Thursday. Yeah, Yeah, last Thursday, so a week ago. The best part about Trevor Lawrence's performance, he threw no picks, no Mm -hmm. interceptions. They lost, but he threw no picks. And that's why I say about young quarterbacks time and time again, just win the turnover battle. Put your team in a position to win, and you'll be And on top of that, he's got a a crap team. Come on, man. It's the Jacksonville. Yeah, but go go ahead, Justin. I know we're both. I would say Mac Jones is definitely by far the best quarterback out of the five starting rookie quarterbacks. Um, Trevor Lawrence is starting to improve. They threw him through the fire. But he also leads the league in interceptions at seven interceptions. 
So like his last game against the Bengals was his best game. No, he's he's leading the league as, with seven interceptions. <laughs> um, as far as against the Bengals, like he had a good game for once, seventeen for twenty four, two hundred four yards. But I feel like with every start, Trevor Lawrence will get better. Um, we have Trey Lance coming up the rear now with Jimmy Garoppolo getting injured last game in the second half. Um, he had a pretty consistent game. If anything, the only person I would say who's having a harder time than Trevor Lawrence would be Justin Fields. Like, you compare this week to last week. Last week, he had a QBR of 6 and threw under 30%. This this game, I feel like it's, I feel like it's for um, Justin Fields is more so with the Matt Nagy, the Bears head coach, y'all need to get rid of him. Uh, we we He's a horrible. Play I think caller, I think obviously. Zach Wilson has had it the roughest out of everybody. Really? Yeah, but he got his first yes. win this past. He got his first yeah, win, but, that, but, but for the first three weeks, he was just getting slapped. Yeah, but the thing is, the expectations are low for the Jets compared to the to the Bears, where you have um, washed up Andy Dalton, who still thinks he got it, and you got Nick Foles on the sidelines, like, wow, the offense is falling apart, while you know the rookie is struggling. Because they still think they need the spotlight. Right. So the expectations in Chicago are a lot higher than the Jets. It's the Jets. We don't really expect nothing from them. Right. So that makes Zach Wilson even better in, in that overtime win against what team was it against that he won against? Uh, yeah, who did they play last week? That's how much I don't care about the Jets. Bro. Yeah, I'm going to say it's exactly. But the expectations are low. Oh, it was actually the Titans. The Titans are not a bad team. No, not and at over, all. And they beat him in overtime. He actually threw 21 for 34 for almost 300 yards. yards. He's going to build from this. Like I said, the overall theme for rookie quarterbacks is like they were thrown into the fire. They started off poor, but they learned from that. That's right. the fastest way for them to learn. That's why... Um, the Jacksonville Jaguars got rid of um, right. Gardner Minshew to make Trevor Lawrence the sole focus. He's doing poorly right now, but he's getting better every single game. So is Zach Wilson, and so will Justin Fields, and so is Trey Lance. And so, so will Mac and Cheese Jones. Yeah, well, Mac Jones, I feel like Mac Jones is already there. Like He's starting to solidify himself <laughs> as there. the franchise quarterback. He outperformed Tom Brady. That's what people don't want to talk about because they're too busy busy dick riding fucking Tom Brady like he's LeBron James. Seriously. I hear you, bro. But (laughs) we get into that deeper next week or or whatever. But all right, moving on. Uh, We have a question from, uh, well, it's only right, Justin. It's from your brother. Um, Oh, great. Go ahead. Oh, Ryan Hart from Fort Riley, Kansas asks, what is the most boring superhero? Um, He has said um, Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. I said, yeah, she in there. Yeah, she, <laughs> is. She, she in there. Shorty has hyper strength, but she's like a PI, like a private investigator. Shorty's boring. The only, you know what makes Jessica Jones like a little bit more interesting? Uh, what's the dude's name? Luke Cage hit. <laughs> That's what makes her relevant. She's like a Kardashian of a superhero. Speaking Luke Cage smashed. That's about Luke it. Cage, this might be a controversial opinion because. <laughs> You know, this man has no representative. He needs help. Our community, however, I will say he might be the lamest superhero, in my opinion. I hate superheroes. Like, you ever watch One Punch Man? Yeah. Anime? That's anime, though. But still, like, you you know how the outcome is going to go of the fight scene. Like, he's bulletproof. Like, 
and, I'm not gonna shoot. And wait, which superhero are you talking? Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like it's kind of boring. Like well, the man is bulletproof. I think bro. that that's that bring, boring, I think bro. that brings up the point that all like TV superheroes are low key kind of lame. So like if I had if I had to pick my like worst superhero, I'm going with uh, Green Arrow, bro. Like Green Arrow, what? Hawkeye, bro. They got bow bow and arrows, bro. bro. There are character. literally there are literally characters that can. Like Superman, like how do you compare a Superman to a Green uh, Arrow? Superhuman marksmanship is a thing, though. and also what makes their characters compelling is they're they're vulnerable. So they're doing all this despite their vulnerabilities. Like Luke Cage, it's boring. As like he is bulletproof, bro. But any I'm saying any and, superhero like, with superhuman marksmanship is elite. That is elite. If you yeah. can just pull a gun and you can hit somebody wherever you wanted to hit, bro, him. it's basically like having a gun, mm. bro. He's got a bow and arrow, bro. I would say for my most boring would be Nick Fury. Passion the Deagle, like ah. I mean, obviously you run um fucking the Avengers and uh, <laughs> what's the? I don't even know what the the organization is called. Shield. Yeah. Oh yeah, you run Shield, but you really like come on Samuel, you're not fooling nobody. It's an eye passion. Pull up a, a big burp. Like that's boring, bro. Like what about you have Ant- a little cameo Ant-Man? in every video. About- He's like Stan, um, Stan Lee. He's no better than him. What about Ant Man? Yeah, that's boring. <laughs> Valid, bro, he valid. He is mid. He's valid. He's valid. Ant he can Man grunt. is mid, bro. All the vid- all the all the movies. He could be so mid. useful, bro. Wasp is more relevant because she got wings. He's literally the reason why the Avengers won that because he boring, developed bro. the time travel technology, bro. No, technically, it's um, what's the the sorcerer's name? Oh, you talking about um, Doctor Strange? Yeah, Strange. Yeah, that's that really won the shit. Nah, but. but yeah, but Doctor Strange, I'm saying he arguably he's better than Ant Man. So you going? Ant Man so, is middle. So, so in closing, Nick Fury. Yeah, bro. Green Arrow and bro, Hawkeye. A with Luke a burger, Cage. bro. Luke Cage. Like, anybody can do Luke that. Cage. Okay, <laughs> I got you. We, we revisit a little bit later. You know, talk talk a little more in depth. Um, but we gonna go with the the final fan question, and <laughs> we got we got uh, Jay from Atlanta, and he asked. Do you prefer bone in or boneless wings? And then, do you prefer drums or flats? What are your thoughts? This is the easiest. First of all, it's always going to be drums. Second of all, it's always going to be boneless. It's more meat, less work. Pause. That that is that is counterintuitive. How do you have a boneless drum? No, he's saying if he got it, if he got. I'm saying if I have to choose, I'm just nitpicking. Yeah, you are official term. But anyway, like I said, it's always more meat, less work, Paul. Seriously, like, that's, it's logical. Y'all bro, doing all this work? Like, come on, don't bro. Ever, don't ever make that sound again. Don't ever make that sound again. Listen, I'm going to tell you what. God made chickens with bones in them. Yeah. Eat the chicken as the yeah, Lord bro. made it. That man, like, Amen. That man like nuggets with sauce, bro. Come that's on, basically what nugget, it is. Bro, you, bro but you know what? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. the same. I'm not going to totally, uh, you know. They did the work for us. I'm not going to totally crap on the boneless, bro, because <laughs> I told y'all this story. One time uh, when me and my wife first started dating, we went to uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Right. I got the boneless. She got the bone-in wings. This uh, waiter comes in, comes out. He's like, he's like, oh, you got the boneless? He was like, yo, that's crazy. Usually the females get the boneless and the, the dudes get the uh, the bone-in. I was rubble, like, man, me give me my food. <laughs> like, it just... Boy, if you don't... <laughs> right, bro. Right. Hey, as, up, as you bro. put it, what was he doing, bro? 
It's the official term. What, hey, I'm going to have a soundboard soon, and we're, we're going to put all my official terms on the soundboard. So, what do y'all go to sauces when it comes to the wings? Honey Ooh. barbecue. You can never fail. Like, like just, if, bro, if you're getting blazing, like you're just eating them. You're a demon. <laughs> you're talking about the society. You're a demon, bro. bro. Like, it's not even edible. You get to a bro. certain... You get into a certain flavor or a spicy flavor, yeah. and it becomes inedible. It's yeah. like, ah, ah, you, I you, need some milk. I'm bro, like, yo, like you this can't is go wrong. Enjoyable. You can't go wrong with lemon pepper. Yeah, yes, you can't go wrong you. with lemon pepper. Wet or dry? Dry. Stop it. Wet? They have wet. No, dry. Dry. Dry is normally what I have. But they do have lemon pepper. I didn't try that actually. I can't rule it out completely. I haven't really tried much. But yeah, lemon pepper. Um, and then definitely go throw in uh, whatever uh, mango habanero they got. Good, good to know. That's, like, <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's some goodness gracious, but it's on the it's on the cusp of being inedible. Because I has, that reminds me when I when I was at Chili's one time and I had those uh, mango habanero chicken crispers. It was inedible. That might as well have been damn blazing. But. I had, I actually, me and Gabe, we actually went to Wingstop today, and I had an orange chicken flavor. Mid as fuck. Never. <laughs> never do this again. I like a little Asian zing or not. Yeah, yeah, hot. you can't yeah. go wrong with I don't, with zing, I don't know what's wrong with you with Asian zing. Asian bro, that's Caribbean It sucks. Caribbean jerk's pretty good, too. Like. Yeah. That's the wings yeah. I had today. Hey, I will say, Slap. if you put a Buffalo Wild Wings, and he, he actually put me on, extra crispy. Yeah. That be slimy than the Yes. Seriously, bro. Like extra crispy. Cause I don't know what they be doing. Like, whoo, like it's how they be dumping them in the fryer. Yeah. But it don't be long enough. <laughs> it's just if the chicken wing skin tastes like real skin. Yeah. Might have the consistency of real skin. That's nice. That's not the, it, bro. What the f is that? They got some turkey meat or something, bro. I don't know. <laughs> but uh anyway. Hey, that was all the fan questions. Hey, if you like your episode, if you would like your question uh, featured on the episode, uh, go ahead and send it to our uh, email. It's a uh, link down below. Um, but we appreciate y'all for the uh, questions that you guys uh, brought to us. And uh, it's only going to keep growing. So we're going to keep doing this every time we hit a milestone. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take, take a hard stance. I'm going to say every 100. Yeah. I think we'll, we should do a fan-based questions. We want we we keep one of you guys' questions, but y'all be asking some deep ass questions like how to solve world hunger. Don't want to talk about that, right? No, seriously. Like, how do you how do you get from a third world to a first world country? Like, stop asking deep ass questions and stop asking simp ass questions. Like, what are our hobbies, bro? Like, seriously. Bro. That being like, said, ask, ask like a mid question, honestly. That being said, there's no such thing as a stupid question. Yeah. Yes, there no, is. Entertain no. all questions. Feel free to ask us whatever you. Yeah, please. we will entertain them and they'll be vetted out. Yeah, <laughs> but no. Uh, in, in all seriousness, I appreciate you, and uh, we'll we'll do this uh, again. All right, fellas. Now on to uh, things outside the the questions. Uh, I know we've all seen what's going on with Kyrie Irving, right? We've seen I what's going see on with Andrew Wiggins. He chomping at the bit. We've seen what's going on with Andrew Wiggins. We've seen what's going on with all these other NBA players, NFL players. Kyrie Irving is probably the one that's taking it the most serious right now though he's willing to sit out every single home game for the nets uh just to not get vaccinated so guys what what are your, your thoughts on it i know you've seen it Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving is weirdo number one in the nba he's a weirdo like there's no he he has given no has he given any reasoning for not um taking the vaccine even andrew wiggins was like i'm not denying my check but y'all should fight for your rights. Yeah, bro. Right. Like, seriously, like, he's willing to risk all this money. 
he's actually risking his legacy. He's hurting his team. And the thing is, like, he's literally just, he's really an attention honestly. Because he's really doing this for attention. He's like, oh, if you trade me, I'm going to retire. Like, bro, the NBA is reaching its breaking point. Be lucky you're the best ball hander of all time. It's actually such a shame because, like, you're a great player. And you have a potential to be so much greater. But your legacy is going to be being extra. You're literally doing attention right now, bro. Like, he needs to, like, figure out what you want to do. His two options to me would be either to, to get the shot or get out of the league, bro. Right. Like, we don't want you here, right. honestly. Yeah. Stat line aside, yeah. it might go down in history as that was a flat earther and an anti-vaxxer. Exactly, <laughs> bro. It's like, like he's yeah. really, he's begging for attention yeah, bro, right now. We, bro, we, we talk about it all the time. You know, I, I don't have any kind of hard stance on, on any of this. I know some people have built up ideologies in their head, like, right. for or against. I, I, have, I have no allegiance to either of those. But my thoughts on it completely is... Why, why, why mess up a good thing being the money that you're getting, right? Something that you would never have without playing basketball. Mm-hmm. And the only thing they're telling you to do is get vaccinated. I, I don't care if you believe in it or not. No one that you know has died from getting it. So what is the issue? At this point, it's, it comes down to just pure pride and ego. And it exactly. also comes down to that feeling of you feel like your, your freedoms are being taken away. And whether you believe that or not, at the end of the day, the truth is your bag is about to get jacked up over this. So are you willing to to, to die on that hill? But even more important than their bag, like their priorities are winning the chip. He has a chance to win the chip this season. And he's ruining his legacy. Like Kyrie Irving at this point, if he gets out of the league now, he's going to be one of those what if if guys. Mm -hmm. Because Kyrie Irving's legacy right now is like um, a bunch of injuries and then, because of personal reasons, he decides he wants to like play like you know three fourths half the games in the season anyway. Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving plays half the games right. in the season, right? Minus the and shot. at the end of the day, the NBA is a business, right? So, what NBA team is like? He's currently on the Nets. What NBA team is going to take that as uh, as a deal? Like, oh yeah, I'm only going to pay one one half of my games because you have to play the other half away. So, what what NBA team is going to take that deal? No one. So he's going to find himself without a job. So that that stance he's taking, for what? That's what I. That's how that's I look what I'm at saying. it. For what? It's going to get come to a point when Adam Silver in the NBA is like, you know what? Leave. Yeah. We will forget about you. Did y'all see um, LeBron's remarks on uh, yeah. his nation's status? Yeah. I thought that was very tactful. He's like, yep, I just deal with yeah. this for me and my family. It, mm-hmm. And, you know. You, y'all decide pretty much, right? Exactly. And I think I think what what happens, uh, and I know people were like, "Oh, LeBron should have taken a harder stance on it mm-hmm. than that." And mm-hmm. and you hear all these you know old heads coming out like that's stupid of him not to say anything. But I think that's what happens when you like open yourself up to give your opinion on exactly. a lot of things. Now people expect an opinion. You're even doomed whenever, if you do. You're doomed if right, you don't. Exactly. It's so, either you're gonna say every time a major issue comes up you're gonna speak on it or you're just not gonna speak yeah, on it man. at all yep there regardless and when you pick and choose to say something to the public you're st- like i said 90 yeah. percent of the attention you get is negative mm-hmm. there's always gonna be some kind of negativity in it so like say something consistent i i do agree with being consistent 
but you either want to say something about a social issue or you're not. Right. Honestly. Exactly. Dude, Jordan, you see Michael Jordan, he he picked the uh, the opposite. Right. He's not going to say hey, anything on anything. Yep. And and people they demonize him and say that he's a uh, he's this and he's that forget. and he's but terrible. Also forget, but it, but but exactly. look at his legacy. Look at his legacy. His legacy is not tarnished. Like, bro, I, I I'm probably the only person that does this. I I play FIFA. Bro, they. I love FIFA. You play FIFA. FIFA twenty two. So, so I play FIFA. I play FIFA, bro. And like you know, even soccer players are wearing Jordan brand stuff. That's not even the same sport. So, I mean, he's got a large brand. You can think whatever you want of him, but it's profitable. That's That's it's smarter than me. It's the world's most popular sport. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, you got any any further thoughts on that, really? Honestly, at this point, Kyrie needs to make up his mind. Like he's gonna become a distraction to his season. He guys he has to choose between his legacy or his ego mm-hmm. at the end of the day, and that's point blank period. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so uh, you guys were talking about it uh, earlier today uh, about bad experiences that you had, <laughs> and you you kind of broke it up into two. You said you know bad experiences that you've had on. Uh, Flights and hotels. Flights and hotels. First off, before 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 I we even I jump into it, which one would you say is worse? Having a bad hotel experience or having a bad flight experience? Hotel experience. <laughs> listen, listen. If you are taking a shower and then you walk to your bed and your feet are already dirty, bro, get out, bro. <laughs> bro, this I don't know. That affects my mental health. Yeah. Honestly, the flight has an end time. Like I know you on spirit and like the plane is like halfway broken and like, <laughs> you you're experiencing turbulence or like snapping their necks on the ceiling of the airplane. But like for the hotel, you got to think like that's your living space, bro. Like you're walking around, you can dirt kicked up on the bottom of your feet, bro. Like that's a non-negotiable, bro. That'll affect my mental health. Yeah. If you have any kind of standard of living, which which one you got, Steve? Which one you picking, flight or the hotel? I don't know. I think, yeah, Justin's right. The hotel is a longer duration. So if your time right. sucks there, you're, you are uh, miserable for a longer period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, although I, I think there's nothing that'll mess up your day worse than a, a bad airplane airport experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I told you all this story before. I was, on a, I, was on a, I was traveling recently. And this is a very first world problem. But I stopped at a lounge. Mm-hmm. And I went into the lounge. And the lady was like... Yeah, so like I, I tried to explain to her, hey, I forgot my card that lets me into the lounge at home. Is there any way you could look up my status online? And then she proceeds to like say very loudly, almost to embarrass me, like, sir, th- that card doesn't have those privileges. You're gonna have to, and like everyone in the line's like, oh, 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 and I'm like, oh, that bozo. Yeah, I'm just, like, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just like, I'm just like, lower your fucking voice, shorty. Like, what the? F-? And she was like, sir, you have to like. I'm like, come on now. And she's like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, you didn't say you remember. I'm like, sure. I tried to articulate this. You cut me off. She's like, oh. You chose uh, violence. Uh, right. She's like, our records indicate you've been here before. I'm like, of course they can do. <laughs> I say, is this the Amex Lounge or the Buffet? I'm like, don't embarrass me in front of these nice white people. Come on. <laughs> do not do that. Right. Do not do that. Yeah, I can, I can tell you, you definitely the type. Can I speak to the manager? Uh, <laughs> I was sick. I was. She was like, "Yeah, I'm sorry. English isn't my first language." I'm like, "Come on now, like." Oh, was, yeah. <laughs> she started degrading herself. Like yeah. English isn't my first language. Forgive my slow ass, my slow foreign ass. <laughs> no, bro. I'm not trying to be xenophobic, obviously. But I'm yeah. saying, like, <laughs> no, she was being xenophobic to herself. Like, forgive me, sir. I barely speak English. My little foreign ass. That shit pissed me off. Yeah. <laughs> <She> I'm, <laughs> 
Bro, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going hotel every day, bro. I mean, a bad oh, flight sucks, man. bro. But a, a crappy hotel that smells like cigarettes, bro, will right. ruin your you whole barefoot with like your a whole day, man. <laughs> your whole day. Um, that's why you got to choose good hotels, bro. But you know, and try not to break the bank. Um, but that gets into my point. What What would you say has been the worst hotel you've ever Ooh, stayed okay. at? Okay. Ah, the, yeah, the worst I can yeah. think of. There was a. Uh, Hotel when I was younger called the uh, I think it was a Seahorse Motel or something like that down in Myrtle Beach, bro, <laughs> bro, bro. That was the worst hotel ever, bro. You could tell that uh, prostitutes and all kinds of uh, questionable individuals spend their time at that hotel, bro. I slept on the floor. <laughs> oh God, my yeah, my worst hotel experience was actually with Justin. Justin was in a different room. Um, it was actually his birthday weekend. As me and a couple of friends were up at the Extended Stay America. Loki. It, it depends. Anyway, it's case by so case. So for some reason, our key card stopped working in the middle of the night. Me and I was sound asleep. Me and the other dude that we're, I was staying with. Um, we go down to the front desk. There's no one to be found. So we have a dead key card. No one's at the front desk, and there is a questionable woman lurking around the front desk, and she's like. Oh, uh, she was on crack. She was like, oh, uh, your key stopped working too? And I'm like, Shorty, you do not have a key. <laughs> the only key you're looking for is a key of cocaine. All right, please. Leave, oh my leave, us, leave us alone. So I'm like, and she was trying to come back up into her room. And my friend was like, I'm about it if you about it. I'm like, bro, I'm not about no, any of this. No, activate no, my key card bro. so I can go to bed. Please. <laughs> Damn it. That shit pissed me off, bro. That was yo, my worst yo, hotel. Your boy, your boy thought about it. He's like, I'm about it if you about it. I'm like, bro, this is... No, bro. Yo, I thought you were gonna say because you we had similar experience at the fucking oil hotel. <laughs> oh, yo, bro, <laughs> no boy. Like you know, <laughs> demons stay at there, and instead of they wouldn't even let me into the lobby. The lobby had a lock on it, bro. They had a a bulletproof little um, they had a bulletproof <laughs> window, and we sliding cars and documents under the freaking. <laughs> I was like, some some bald headed lady came up to me. You talking about so what's up? She had purple in her cuffs. She fell over. I said, oh, my God. I don't even know I'm here, bro. Like, bro, that was my last choice, bro. Hell no. US, same thing. If you if you walk from the shower to the bed and you get dirt caked up on your feet or and you go to sleep and you wake up with some bites that you didn't have before, a.k.a. bag bugs. Long story short, just about service and attention to Yeah, detail. I was like, hell no. Service and attention to detail. I remember waking up at this oil <laughs> hotel. This man was like, triggered, bro. Like, woke up. I was like, all right. It's time to check out. Ooh, those bites are new. <laughs> what the <laughs> is going on, bro? Like, bro. Yeah, bro. I, I think I think no. we're in agreement, hotel, bro, it's for the most hotel, part. It's definitely hotel, bro. You got to live there. But, uh, you dwell there. It's a dwelling. But yeah, that... A little short, a little, little bit shorter than normal, um, but uh, yeah, I think it was still a good episode. Um, Always. For all of you that uh, tuned in, we appreciate you for checking us out. Justin, do you have anything before we slide um, out? You guys have not been engaging like I want y'all to. <laughs> like, we we do appreciate the fan, fan questions. Uh, we want more comments. Obviously, subscribe. We've been getting a lot more subscribers. Obviously, that's why we got our special. Um we just want y'all engaged. What do y'all want to see? Like, engage. Like, even you can text me. Like, just see as far as what do you want to see. Like, text me. What do you want to see? Um, yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. Yeah, honestly. Steve. 
Yeah, I want to say thanks to all our viewers. It, again, 100 subscribers is huge, yeah, it's huge. In, in that span of time. Um, I want to wish y'all a great weekend. We got some good football games coming up. It's Indigenous Peoples Weekend. So. Columbus yes. Day, bro. Yes. Mm. Don't say Columbus Day. That's how we get canceled. <laughs> anyway, it's Indigenous <sighs> Peoples Day Whatever, weekend. Whatever so if you guys are it. celebrating or observing, enjoy yourselves. We're in Oklahoma, which has one of the biggest indigenous populations in the country. So um, I just wanted to recognize that holiday. And uh, thanks again for the subscribing and the support. Hey, thank you. If, ever, if, if nobody has anything else to say, this has been the True Thoughts Podcast. We'll see you next week.